0: Welcome to Who Knew, we are fans of the current series of Doctor Who, and here we discuss our likes, dislikes, and insights into the modern regeneration of the show. Today's episode is Doomsday, episode 13 of season 2. Daleks, Cybermen, and Rose dies? Can this day get any worse? Oh right, Torchwood. This episode is written by Russell T. Davis, directed by Graham Harper, it originally aired on the 8th of July, 2006, and it had an average viewing of 8.22 million viewers, And Except for the world cup games this is the second most watched tv program of that week
1: wow <laughs> that's a lot
0: <laughs> we are burning a hole in time and space to conference in josh <laughs> say hello <laughs> hello i'm in the universe of burbank <laughs> <laughs> via facetime burbank <laughs> hi this is frank arlene brian
2: uh, hey uh, it's kelsey
0: hello this is auburn and this is eugene In the sphere room, Rose identifies the Daleks by name. She points out that she, a human, knows about them and the time war. If they want to know how, they must keep her, Mickey, and Raj alive. This makes the Daleks pause for a moment, but then they use their sucker arms to drain Raj's brain, killing him. From his knowledge, they learn of a second alien species and send Dalek Thay to investigate. Meanwhile, the Cybermen detect alien technology in the sphere room and deploy two Cybermen to do the same. This is
3: another great example now of Rose uh, coming into her own and learning from the doctor because she's using words as a weapon. She's using her words to survive. So she's just kind of instantaneously making up, hey, I know about you and don't kill me because you got to figure out why. Love it.
4: So do we know why the sphere activates? Because if the Daleks and the Cybermen didn't have any connection, like what was it about the... The energy that caused the sphere to... Did I miss finally. it?
3: We're never really told, but I, I just kind of see it as the, all this activity going through of pushing into a universe wakes the sphere up.
5: Okay. Yeah, okay. they never tell us. I always speculated that it had something to do with the first time they go to Pete's world. Way back when, That, because they said that we weren't supposed to be able to do that, and the Time Lords kept that from happening, and there are no more Time Lords, so they were able to bleed through in the first place. So I think that somehow did the crack to start the sphere going, activating, going, there's a way out of this now is the time to come through mm-hmm. and time travels differently I remember they said in Pete's world time didn't travel the same time yeah time does not travel at the same speed in Pete's world it's quicker when uh, did they say that I thought uh, they did in, in this
3: episode they say how um, it's been three years since the Cybermen disappeared so they fought on Pete's world they fought the Cybermen and then they the Cybermen disappeared three years ago and in our universe it's only been a couple months oh
6: I, I remember them talking about that but I didn't I didn't catch that reasoning
3: yeah. There is a there not to break the timeline, but I'm gonna The doctor does specifically state later on that time travels differently, at a different rate in that universe.
5: Yeah, but they never say why this fear. Yeah, they never do. The, it was just never questioned, never it's brought convenient. up. It's convenient. Yeah, but I it's, It just this is when it happens.
4: And I like your idea that it was a way of knowing that the time lords were gone, that you know, they're traveling between that makes sense to me. I'll buy it.
5: I didn't even think of that, but yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
3: before we move on, I, I just want to point out, I like uh, when the cyber leader goes to Yvonne and says, contact your central world authority. And I <laughs> right. love her line of do some research. We don't have one. And it was basically take me to your leader. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, stop it. And he's like, you have one now. Yeah. <laughs> Dalek Sek states that they must protect the Genesis Ark, a device that arrived with them, above all else. The Cybermen and Daleks establish visual communication with each other. After a bunch of biomechanical trash talk, Dalek Thay kills the two Cybermen. The Cyber Leader says the Daleks have just declared war, and Dalek Sek notices the Doctor behind the Cyber Leader. Now the Daleks are scared. He orders the other Daleks to increase work to prepare the Genesis Ark.
6: Yeah, I thought this is where you first started to see something was up with the Daleks, because... He started to get kind of snarky.
0: Oh, you mean your cyber mama is so ugly? <laughs> <laughs> it is funny how it's like a computer talking to another computer and they have the same logic, sort of, but different catchphrases, delete, exterminate, delete, exterminate.
5: Yeah. <laughs> but they're also working, I think, at opposite ends. Yeah. The Cybermen are saying, "We, our systems are compatible. We can, you know, assimilate you <laughs> yeah. as upgrade, a Borg. Yeah, upgrade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Upgrade and you can be part of us and we can join. And Daleks are saying, no, if you're different than us, you, you must not, be exterminated. Not, yeah. and That's what you
0: said before, how the Cybermen are includers and the Daleks are excluders.
7: It just sounded... More like two Alexas talking to each other. Or Alexa and Siri. There you go. Having a conversation and they just weren't.
5: And they put that on somewhere. I was listening to it last week. They had two computers talking to Mm -hmm. each other and they were trying to answer. And they got a little snippy. (laughs) I forgot about that.
3: In the reality of the Doctor Who universe, the Daleks and the Cybermen would not say those things to each other. Mm -hmm. This is pest control. I mean, I don't see Daleks doing that. But well, still it I was great. But uh, uh, who cares? It. It's fantastic. It was fun. I loved it. I, I think it's hysterical every time I see it, and I yeah. just go with it.
6: Yeah, well, that's what I was talking about before with the, um, what it was, uh, when he mentions that these Daleks are different. There's something different about them Yeah, that you haven't gotten to yet, but uh, I think that's sort of the first hint of them being different.
0: Yeah, and I mean, we learn later that they have names, which is undalek like.
6: Oh, spoiler.
0: I was trying to avoid that We We already (laughs) named Dalek Thay So that's why I figured it's okay to say the name now
5: Well you're (laughs) wrong (laughs) Josh was right.
0: Well then don't then don't write it, Frank.
4: (laughs) I did like uh while the doctor was walking around behind he was on the phone Mm -hmm. with uh Rose, you know, all this technology that Torchwood has that the doctor has at his disposal, he uses a cell phone. Mm -hmm. You know, not even like a nice like jacked up cell phone, but Jackie's cell phone to call Rose. Yeah. And just like the simple thing of uh being able to listen in on a conversation gave him that that intelligence of the genesis arc mm. of like that these daleks are, are a little bit different like being able to listen in on their conversation that was just neat like yeah. with all the technology at their disposal that they were able to utilize something that you know we all carry around with us
0: you can relate to yeah i love how the daleks are
3: terrified of the doctor you want me to tell you who is who that is that's the doctor and they all back up <laughs> they shake them They back them just to convey their emotion. And so just giving that little backup, you know, it it conveys so much emotion. And I love Rose just being like,
0: oh, you're scared now, aren't you? Right. (laughs) And even Dalek Sect is uh, shaking when he talks. I think that's funny. Mm. The Cybermen take Jackie and Yvonne to be upgraded while keeping the doctor to be questioned. As Yvonne enters the conversion chamber, she keeps saying she was doing her duty for queen and country. Back in the control room, the doctor watches as Jake and an armed team from Pete's World materialize and kill the Cyber Leader. The Cyberman holding Jackie learns of the death of their Cyber Leader and lets her go. He approaches another Cyberman and is upgraded to be the new Cyber Leader. Jackie runs into the stairwell to escape. I like how we still have uh, the Cybermen as kind of the whipping boys for violence. We see the Cyberleader's head blow up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his um, milky blood comes out. <laughs> just like in Tomb of the Cybermen. Yeah.
7: That was just brain sinew because they don't have blood. We don't it's know what brain.
0: that is. <laughs> <laughs> it was shaving cream.
4: <laughs> I do like how. Jackie runs away. I know there's this stiff upper lip thing with um, Yvonne and like, you know, going to her demise or Mm -hmm. her whatever is next. With dignity and fortitude. Right. But I I do also like how Jackie is smart enough to resist until an opportunity presents itself and then Mm -hmm. get out of there. Yeah. When you're going to your death, like there's no reason to like hasten that or (laughs) to play along. Like you should resist until you can't resist, in my opinion.
0: Hmm. And in this case, it was lucky for Jackie that the cyber leader got killed so that it gives her that opportunity to escape.
4: Right, because you never know when something's going to happen and you can get out of there instead of just walking in to get your
0: brain (laughs) chopped open. By the sound of a buzzsaw.
7: (laughs) But I think she did that because she felt guilty because of all the research that she did and she technically brought him in. So she's feeling guilty and now she's going to go and, you know, be yeah, get what she deserves, but just also she's doing the best she can and
5: I thought she just gave up hope. I thought she didn't see any way out of it. It was their control. But I wasn't doing anything wrong. But she had no control. She had no hope. She had no fight in that point. It's like I was doing what's right. Everything should work out.
7: I feel hmm. like her saying for Queen and Country and everything was her, like that this is this is my defense. I'm strong. I'm I can do this and I'm mm. gonna take my punishment. I don't see
3: it as I don't see it as take or punishment, I see it as accept her fate.
7: Except for fate. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Better I, the,
3: she's like 100% I'm going to die and I'm going to die because it's British. because it's my choice. <laughs> I'm going to die stiff upper lip with resolve. And the whole time Jackie's going, "You did this." <laughs>
6: <laughs> I think that um who plays Jackie really sold a lot of the emotional arc of this whole episode. Starting with that scene there, I, I, I felt like there was nothing cartoony about the way that she was dealing with, you know, Cybermen and being, their brains being ripped out and things like that. I, I think uh, she's the one that made it feel as intense as it was,
3: I think. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Uh-huh. Um, I also wondered, you know, when uh, Jake's team jumps in? Yeah. What are the gas masks for? <laughs> Extras that have been recycled? <laughs> That's what I wondered right? because... Like Jack and Jack Jake immediately takes the mask off, and that's fine because yep. he's got words, and some of the others don't some of the others don't throughout the whole episode they've got their cask masks on the whole time, and I just wanted you know once Rose or the doctor to ask if they were their, her mommy.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I always thought they'd just cut a scene they're just you know. Oh, there was, there the was a reason for them wearing gas masks just in case. Yeah. yeah. And, some, yeah. They were and they just cut it something out. Something where it would have that. Yeah. Maybe that's a tactic that the Cybermen used on their planet where they would use gas because they didn't have to breathe. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like there was some reason that got omitted.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And did you also notice that they all have the devices around their necks on simple chains? Yeah. But Jake has it on this big, huge... <laughs> 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 hip
5: hop rap lanyard thing bling thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like
3: he's really rocking
5: that that device there <laughs> he dropped his before and he's not gonna drop it again
0: yeah. <laughs> it, it makes me wonder if mickey when he crossed over had the gas mask too because that was just a precautionary thing and then he ditched it because he didn't need it and then that's what they're doing that's just explaining it away possibly but it then, just seems to yeah, be an it, odd detail no, get to it. write get in it. if yeah. you're not going to use it yeah right. or even cool. mention it
4: Pilot of the creepy, costume. I guess, yeah. 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 Well, and it was a good way to differentiate our world's soldiers from their world's soldiers. You know, it's one of those things where... True, but our world's soldiers are all
5: dead by this moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but without a storyline to it, it is an odd thing to choose mm-hmm. to differentiate. Not a uniform, not a patch, mm-hmm. something that looks different. But the gas mask is for a certain reason. and So yes. it seems like there should be something. That's why I'm hoping they were omitted. Part of the storyline got to cut.
3: Jake secures the control room and tells the Doctor that the Torchwood on his world made these portable devices so they can transport here. He hands one to the Doctor and transports both of them to the parallel world where Pete is now in charge. The Cybermen there infiltrated Torchwood and used its stolen alien technology to push themselves into our world. But the breach is causing worldwide environmental disaster. The more people travel between worlds, the more they are causing the planet's destruction. Jake, Pete, and the Doctor travel back to Earth One, or Earth Prime, or Dead Pete's world, or (laughs) whatever you want to call it.
0: When Pete takes the Doctor around Torchwood Tower, their Torchwood Tower, he points out that the president is Harriet Jones.
3: Yay!
1: And And we know
0: who she is. I'm aware. (laughs) <laughs> and and then that they actually do have their golden age where I feel like our, our Earth Prime's golden age was kind of halted yes, prematurely. Stopped. Yeah, I kind of like that, that it actually happened. We just didn't get it in our world.
5: I found it interesting that Pete's belief in the doctor is what got the doctor going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. nice. He was like, you think I can do all this? Okay, that's maybe all I need. <laughs> just that
2: well, the doctor has been hearing from everybody. Like, I feel like last episode in the beginning of this episode, the people telling Doctor what he can't do, and then, like, contradicting him, and so maybe... Yeah, maybe he just needed that one little push...
0: Mickey wonders why the Daleks are keeping them alive. Rose tells him about the background radiation that surrounds people who travel in time in the TARDIS. The Daleks can use that radiation as a power source. The first time she met a Dalek, she touched it and brought it to life. So don't touch the Genesis Ark. Mickey wonders <laughs> why they would build something they couldn't open by themselves. And Daleksek replies that the Ark is Time Lord technology stolen during the Time War. This is interesting stuff, because you really don't know what's going on. (laughs) No, I mean, I think this is the most we've heard of the Time War outside of the Doctor telling us about the Time War. Yeah,
3: yeah. So, yeah, so you got all these mentions of the time war, but then it's also this Genesis arc. Like, what is it?
0: Yeah, and even the doctor doesn't know what it is. Yeah.
4: And I I also like that it's not just that Torchwood is stealing alien technology. It's like this is something that is happening, you know, throughout the galaxy or the universe is when you encounter other races and technologies, you take what you can and use it. Uh, I guess the Cybermen didn't really use the the Dalek Void Sphere on purpose, but still, the, when there was an opportunity...
0: They took it. Yeah. yeah.
6: I, thought, I thought it was interesting that... Because the Doctor always knows what everything is, for the most part, especially if it's some piece of technology. He just rattles, it. oh, that's oh, one of those, oh, they're using one of those. So for him not to know what the arc was... And the fact it was Time War technology, I felt that was a really cool um, thing to put in there.
0: Yeah, I I agree.
7: And I think it's a really cool piece of technology, too, that if they were using it for the Time War, that they were using technology that had physical touch because the Daleks cannot touch. mm -hmm. So it's something that if they stole it, they wouldn't really be able to use it, so... It makes sense that the doctor wouldn't know it because it'd be like, ooh, they're top secret stuff that they're working on.
3: He even does say later in the episode, both sides had secrets.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also found it funny that the Cult of Scar, or the four Daleks that have survived, they kind of dance around the Ark and it yeah. looks like synchronized swimming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like rotate yeah several sucker times here yeah. and then rotate sucker yeah. rotate soccer. what are you doing it just looks cool i don't know
3: <laughs> they're priming the
4: genesis <laughs> art when it was interesting to see them also with mickey and rose There, kind of they all had to choreograph their movements because yeah. i'm yeah. sure that you know billy piper and noel clark you know were probably a little scared too because it's they're they're big things i don't know how they were moving but there's a lot of choreography that needed to happen to make sure nobody bumped into anything or yeah. ruined a take
0: or, or they did a pretty good job or step on somebody else's mark which could be a disaster in this case.
3: (laughs) I do also like how Rose and and Mickey are talking quietly, like, why are they keeping us alive? Oh, well, here's the radiation. Oh, well, the radiation would work for you, too. Well, why would they have technology? And then the Dalek just goes, it's not our technology. It's like, oh, you've been listening. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you for that bit. (laughs) The Daleks instruct Rose to place her hand on the Ark, or they will kill Mickey. She stalls by asking them if they want to know what happened to the Emperor after After the Time War, Rose tells them he survived until he met her. She destroyed him, turned him into dust. Before they can exterminate her, the doctor strolls into the room wearing his 3D glasses. Rose tells him that these Daleks have actual names. Dalek Sek, Dalek Thay, Dalek Jast, and Dalek Khan. And Peggy. Sorry, Hamilton joke. (laughs) They are the Cult of Scarrow. A group of four Daleks set aside with a mission to imagine and try to think like the enemy. The Doctor learns that the Ark is of Time Lord design and that it will somehow restore the Daleks. The Daleks believe the Doctor is harmless now, but he raises a sonic screwdriver and the doors blast open. Jake and Pete, along with some Cybermen, enter with guns ablazing. Again, Rose is using words as a weapon. She's using words to stall. This is her way of, alright, well, they're gonna kill us. I'm gonna have fun. And she's kind of doing it in a doctor way where she's like, she walks up to the ark and she's like, all right, I'll do it, but first. <laughs> and then she starts stalling. It and I love how she's like, you know, by the way, you want to know what happened to the emperor? The emperor, you know, like I didn't just kill him, I turned him to dust. And I mean, she's taunting them and she's really enjoying it. She laughs in the Dalek's eye stalk. It's great. Yeah. And it's played just enough. You can still believe this is happening in this life threatening moment. Absolutely. And then, you know, it, of course, It provokes the Dalek into killing her, Mm -hmm. which means she hasn't touched the Genesis arc.
7: It also brought me, it reminded me of the Eccleston type thing that he would do. Right. So she's learning things from the doctor, both personalities, you know.
3: Yeah, Mm because this is almost like Eccleston in the episode Dalek. Yes. Where he's walking around going,
7: oh, you don't know what happened. You want me to tell
3: you what happened? You know, you're all dead. It's very similar to that. Yeah.
0: I like the Cult of Skaro. The first time I s- heard about these guys in this episode, I was like, wow, that's really... S- that's what the Daleks would do. They would set aside a couple Daleks to imagine, to feel, to to do things un-Dalek-like, to give them weapons that are unconventional to dalek thinking yeah Yeah. i agree I'm like it totally makes sense yeah (laughs) the
5: daleks ask the doctor how he survived the time war and he said by fighting i was on the front line Mm -hmm. they cut to a look of mickey turning around and what do you guys get from why they put that scene in why they put that reaction shot what did mickey think at that time
6: i I took it as he was surprised to hear that the doctor was as much of a soldier like the doctor's always this swashbuckling fast talking guy who kind of makes makes himself look good but to hear that he actually um fought in a war in that way i think and the fact that mickey now has been fighting as a soldier uh i felt that he was kind of impressed by that or taken by it
0: yeah
2: yeah totally impressed respect like fellow soldier respect and then also like i don't know like there's something that Mickey now can relate to the doctor
7: with. Yeah, I like that they put that in. Yeah, because the only reason why Mickey has survived this long is because he is fighting mm-hmm. on the front lines. Yeah. So
3: I also kind of just like the, the line itself. I was at the fall of Arcadia and one day I might be able to come to terms with that.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot behind that, that sentiment. You know, it happens in real life too. Mickey is accidentally pushed against the Genesis arc by one of the Cybermen during the fight. Pete grabs Rose and they all escape, but the arc is now powered by Mickey's touch. It needs space to open, so the Daleks begin to move it. Pete, Rose, Mickey, and the Doctor run through the Torchwood corridors and find Jackie. Pete destroys two Cybermen who are about to kill her, and then they stare at each other. They know that each other is not really their loved one, but they run to each other and hug. I
2: got tears in my eyes. I was
7: watching this scene.
0: I was moved as well.
7: (laughs) It was a moving scene, but I'm like, there's a war going on around you people.
0: I don't care. (laughs) No, I think that's
5: what's so great about the scene. You need some moments of quiet to bring you down from your adrenaline going and with all this war that's going on. The whole episode is more action packed than the first one. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot more revved up and you need these quiet times, but this, this is still riveting and it's a different type of action. Just, you know, these two people, you've grown to know these two people through some of the episodes in the past and that they are coming together i think it's such a great way to slow the pace down but still keep your interest because you know that they're going to finally get together where they were both dead to each other literally Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i think it needed a a place in the pace of the show to slow down and i think they filled it really well with this and if we can't have emotional moments like this
3: then what are we fighting for
7: (laughs) (laughs) no it was great the great emotion i think it was really brought out of it because it was i don't know if this episode because of of all of the close-ups but their makeup was so bad <laughs> it was so bad jackie had like blue almost all the way up to yeah. her yeah. eyebrows yeah. and then like rose cheeks were rose like cheeks yeah like so red <laughs> like so red that when she cried later on in the episode there was like white streaks down yep. her cheeks and it was so gross that's all i don't know what it was was it close-ups
5: was it or the makeup was it the lighting a combination, yeah, a combination. of the two you're doing the wrong it makeup for that because time
6: because of uh, it, HD might have been started to become more new or more prevalent then. Yeah, and, well, this is in
3: HD, to... though. It's not filmed in HD. Oh, uh, never mind.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But that
0: could be it because it was filmed in standard def, but we're watching it on an HDTV.
7: It usually Maybe doesn't eight, show eight, up. Yeah. I don't know. Like no, this that. was just
0: bad makeup. Even okay. though I noticed it, all
7: right. It was just it like really <laughs> I'm just trying to give them something, like,
3: yeah.
1: Because
7: sometimes it would do her makeup differently, just so like, oh, she's more smoldering, sexy in this one. But this was just like she practiced putting on makeup and she didn't do it right. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs>
3: well, for me, this is one of the fav- my favorite scenes of all of Doctor Who. There, yeah, I just love this scene so much. Um, the acting is great, and I mean, I love Jackie. With the, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. You know, why with, him? Why, you know, you're bringing back ghosts. This isn't fair. Um, and then she slowly learns what's going on and accepting it. And and just spot on, mm-hmm. spot on acting, spot on Jackie jokes. This heavy mm-hmm. moment, she can deliver a joke. How very it's just it's so well done. But I really like Pete in this moment. Because the actor makes a really subtle change. Up until this point in the episode, Pete's been in charge. Mm-hmm. Pete's been the one giving orders and yelling at people and saying, do this, do this, do this. The next time you see it, watch the actor. Watch what Pete does. He's now suddenly that bloke in the flat again. And he's like, hi, Jax. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, "You know, I got lucky. In my world, it worked. And he's saying it with a little shrug. He's not the authoritarian guy in charge when he's talking to Jackie. Mm-hmm. He's, he's completely... The man she married, yeah. who gets her name wrong mm-hmm. in that moment, I
2: love it. And I think you- Jackie yells at the doctor to shut up,
1: mm-hmm. and yes. you can
2: see it on Pete's face where he's like, "Oh, I know her, but <laughs> right. before it's like, <laughs> right. not my wife, not my wife." And then when she yells at the doctor, he's like, "Oh no, this this is my wife." Yeah. And now he has like Brian says, like a different demeanor. He's
0: He's he's yeah. dealing with Jackie, his wife, mm-hmm. and this yeah. is how he like talks, a second he chance. He's confronted with a second chance, yeah. sort of.
3: I mean, his wife, who he, he thought was gone, and is gone, yeah. But is standing in front of him, and mm-hmm. suddenly, you know, okay. he realizes, you know, and for crazy. him, it's been years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been at least three years. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I mean, I don't know, but you know, if you ever go back to a high school reunion, you suddenly start acting like you did
5: in high school, and yeah, some of us hate that. <laughs> um.
6: Or when you talk to your parents.
1: Yeah, right.
5: that's true. <laughs> I like the reactions of everybody. I do, too. Yeah. You know, if you look at Mickey when um, Jackie tells the doctor to shut up, you know, his looking at him is great. It's just a little bit. And Rose's feeling of seeing her two parents and her hands up together to her for the mouth. first time mm-hmm. yeah. for her. You know, just there's so much that they're doing and, and acting without saying the lines and just having in the background and not distracting from the main yes, action that's yes, going on, but still exactly. reacting to it. Yeah, it's they're in, great all in the scene. moment. Yeah,
2: and, and the want, editing I'm, is also very good yeah. on this. Mm-hmm. In this scene yeah. to sell that,
3: yeah, when they cut into Jackie just slightly can um, really see with Rose where she's just like freaking out, but not wanting to react because she doesn't want yeah. to ruin the moment. You know, like okay, I want them to
5: get together, kind of a thing. Like, but it's and, also oh my god, what's my mom going to be doing? Oh, what she must be feeling. I yes. want to go there mm-hmm. and not. And, eat, but she can't. She's not won't, interrupting you know? it. Mm-hmm. And so and, much you know, is going on. But in even
3: there. in the in the humorous moments where you know it went, you know, Jackie's like, you know, it's it's been twenty years. Oh, there was never anyone else. And then yeah. and notice, they, notice they cut to both Mickey and the doctor, but you notice they don't look at each other, Yeah, but they both, I think they both kind of know like, yeah, right. <laughs> but I think had they looked at each other and kind of did a little, yeah, right. I think that would have been too much. Right. Mm. No, we get both of them just reacting on their own in a, in a two shot. It's just played perfectly. I love this scene.
0: And then back to what was mentioned before about how the doctor is explaining why there can be this Pete. Right. And then Jackie tells him to shut up. And he's like, okay, I need to back away (laughs) you got it I'm out of here and I like that yeah I do too oh oh not the time
7: (laughs) (laughs) But remember when we saw him last there talking about Pete Pete, okay um his relationship with his wife was not good Mm -hmm. so when he's seeing this Jackie it's like the Jackie that he fell in love with when they first got married yeah so it's like even more like more nostalgia like you brought back my wife but in a better time.
3: And there was never anyone else.
7: Of
4: course. <laughs> <laughs> was that also during this conversation that Jackie, I think to Pete, said that she had done nothing with her yeah, life? she yeah. just stayed in the, uh, yeah. the flat. And so that was also a good callback to the previous uh, episode where Rose said that she had done nothing with her life, you know, right. for 19 years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, with Russell, I think, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the common person. And, like, that common life of just living your life is what, you know, the, is most uh, important to the doctor and... You know, even to our characters, like when they think that they haven't done anything, you know, they find out or they support each other enough to say, oh, you did, you raised Rose, you did all this, you did that. That was a nice little moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, in addition to the romance.
3: Yeah. The Daleks continue to battle their way to a hangar where Dalek Sec takes the Ark out through the open roof. Above Canary Wharf, the Genesis Ark opens, releasing a horde of Daleks. Time Lord Science. The Ark was bigger on the inside. The Daleks and Cybermen square off against each other, killing humans along the way. The Doctor reveals his plan and what's up with the glasses anyone who traveled through the void has void stuff which is visible with the 3d glasses around them he will send those who have traveled to or from pete's world back to it and activate the breach only on this side anything left with void stuff on this earth will be sucked back into the void and the breach will close pete's world will be safe but sealed off i think the the bigger on the inside is a great reveal i remember sitting watching this a few years ago and when that happened I was totally
6: bamboozled by the, the lead up like I didn't see it coming at all and I, I think I audibly said and it, you know some explanation <laughs> explanation." I won't say right now
3: but then when it happens don't you just kind of go well of course it's bigger yeah, on the inside was, I thought it was brilliant it's brilliant because it
6: the whole gimmick of the TARDIS has been like this it's interesting at first and then it becomes kind of like a a, a well known gimmick that people even make fun of it's a and cliche and use that as the huge plot device in this big finale was just um, brilliant
3: yeah that was exactly the same way i do remember the first time seeing this episode and just audib- audibly
5: exclaiming when it <laughs> turned out to be bigger on the inside and how could we not have figured that out how by could now we <laughs> <not> <laughs> figured it out. but that it was a and prison then,
6: and, then to, and then to flip the uh the, the wordage when he calls the uh the void stuff stuff like something so brilliant to uh it's Stuff,
5: <laughs> 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 but that it was a prison that the yeah. time lords actually kept the Daleks in there as they were. Yeah, you know, it was a prison ship. Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, I imagine Russell's writing process, and when he starts, all these things start to just tie together so well. I can't. You just see him just being like, "I got it." Yes. Hooray. (laughs) Hooray
1: for me.
0: (laughs) Rewinding a little bit, I did not like how it was covered that Mickey touched the arc. I wanted more. It just felt quick. Too quick. The
6: action revolved around that moment and they didn't have it on camera. I found that odd as well.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I noticed the doctor picked up two clamps. It's he's like, okay, so he already has the plan of what he's going to do here, at least, if not even further back in the episode. He knows exactly what to do and to get rid of everybody, to get rid mm-hmm. of the two threats. Because he's in there, he picks up two clamps. Have, so one's well, a backup. There's or, two levers. First. Exactly. So who is he going to have help him? because he has two levers and two clamps but you can go and you can do one
3: lever (laughs) and then you run across the room before the rift is open and open up the other lever you just don't know which side you're going to be on
0: at the time or Uh he uses them like suction cups he turns one on and one off to get to the other side (laughs) thought it was a cute little bit with jake because i was wondering where
5: he went when they're all running around yes. in the hallways and then they're like oh we have to go back to the top that's 45 more stories to walk and up and then jackie i've been through them <laughs> and then
0: jake just pops up we
5: can take the lift yeah. <laughs> it's
0: right here yeah that was a good one
5: i was expecting that kind of marvel and whenever they're done now where they're all just standing in the elevator with music playing <laughs> i
4: also want to mention i think it was in this section we finally got our x-ray dalek laser fire that yes. uh, didn't get to see because the, the Cybermen didn't have the x-ray. <laughs> a shield
0: or shielding. Skeletons.
4: Yeah. Well, they would just like glow a little bit, I think.
0: And then explode some yeah. parts of them. But then we got that innocent bystander with yeah. the x-ray effect. About time. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah, so thank you for dying because the effect is great.
5: <laughs> there is the old saying that if you're not part of the problem, you're, you're part of the problem, you're not part of the solution. And here the doctor switches that to be the Daleks and the Cybermen are part of the problem. Therefore, they're part of the solution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just like that little twist that he just, Said, of course, they're going to be part of the solution of how to do this.
3: So, two negatives make a positive. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so manic while he's talking about it. You know, even the even the shot of him with the void stuff. He's just kind of like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Yeah, he's just, he's very 10th Doctor at this moment. Very un-9th
0: Doctor. (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. Rose refuses to leave the Doctor, and as she says her goodbye to Jackie, the Doctor slips a transport device around her neck, and Pete takes the group back to his world. Rose won't stand for it and reactivates the disc, leaving Jackie, Pete, Mickey, and Jake on the parallel world. When she reappears, the Doctor tells her she will never be able to see her mother again. Rose reminds him it was her choice, and asks... What is needed to help? As the Cybermen approach the control room, one Cyberman or Cyberwoman blocks their way and begins shooting. She is doing her duty for Queen and Country. I thought it was, again,
6: a little brilliant thing when they put the thing on Rose and they zapped her away, but how could you not think that she was going to just zap herself back?
0: Yeah, I know, but then we wouldn't have the ending we have. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I also like her line of, you're not doing this to me again,
3: because yeah. he did it to her once. He did it at the end of um, Parting of the Ways when he tricks her to run into the TARDIS. With the hologram. He runs out of the TARDIS and sends the TARDIS
5: back to Earth, and she was pissed. I like the eye contact between Pete and the Doctor. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It just was great. It wasn't big. It was just subtle. You're going to save her. Okay, I'm ready when you are. <laughs> he sees her. Put on and activates them all. Yeah, the devices. And did you also notice, though, uh,
3: Rose goes back and she says, what do I do to help? And the doctor's like, fine. And he runs over he says, all the coordinates, set all the coordinates to six. Now, the void is called hell. (laughs) And the coordinates
0: are all sixes. So it's a throwback almost to the saint's pit. pit. Yeah. Another another callback to six, six, six. Because if you think of the axis, X, Y, Z, three sixes for each of those. Just wanted to explain your thing
7: more.
3: (laughs) You have
0: such a three-dimensional mind.
7: Thank you. That made a lot of sense. (laughs)
0: I'm sure it did (laughs) when Rose is arguing she wants to stay and she's arguing for the fact to stay she says something that reminded me of Eccleston's doctor where she said this stupid planet and where he's like these stupid apes it just reminded the way she said it reminded me Mm. of Eccleston Mm. and how she's become more than just the shop girl yeah I can see that there is a part of me when I'm watching that just being like ouch yeah to her mom right to her mom it's your
3: your mom and I know you're in the heat of the moment I know war's going on (sighs) choices are going to be made but it's just kind of like ooh
2: I like that she made the choice to go back you know you go back you're like yes this is where she belongs this is she made the hard decision to say goodbye to her mom this is a decision she had to make and now she's going to help the doctor save the day and you're like yeah you settle back into that relationship and
0: And he's like there's nothing I can do Yeah, just keep going
2: as a viewer I'm like yes that that was the right decision to make
0: very much so but it is still just
3: kind of hurts when it's like oh she's really stabbing a knife into Jackie and twisting almost yeah
0: I, don't, I, I In the heat of the moment, I don't know what else she could have done differently. I know you like this when I do this, Brian. But to go back to the hero's journey as a structure.
3: Oh, tell a schoolboy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is Rose's commitment to the cause. So she's uh, literally and metaphorically crossing the threshold to commit to the decision to save the world. So, and so Uncle
3: Owen and Aunt Beru are dead. And he's in the land speeder saying, I want to learn the
0: ways of the force. Maybe. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a little further than that if we take that as an example to juxtapose to. But yeah, that's how I took that. But Rose
5: made that decision. She made it clear. mm -hmm. This Mm -hmm. is not your decision to make. It's mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I like that. And she was. Jackie knows. And please don't misunderstand me. I totally get the decision. Oh, I know. It's horrible for you
3: Jackie. Mm-hmm. And, but it's horrible I mean, it's, for it's, Jackie. It's, yeah, She's
5: tearing out. And Because yeah, I've reached the point now where I really,
3: really feel for Jackie. I really like Jackie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Yvonne, I think that was a little bit much. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that it was a bit far fetched, but I don't care.
5: Well, when Jackie was turned into the Cybermen, um, she remembered yeah, she her did. past. That's true. You know, she so did. During just as, at least the beginning part of this transformation. So you do have that memory. And she was constantly reiterating for Queen and Country as right. she was being processed. I like it's still seen that stay but it was the tear the oil, the oil <laughs> yeah. coming out of the eye Ugh. it was a little bit much I
3: kind of rationalize it in my brain as her up conversion wasn't completed properly because she was being converted when all hell started to break loose when they were rushing through mm-hmm. he said rush yeah. it and you know the, their cyber leader had just been his head had just blown up they were getting a new cyber leader and so her conversion just wasn't the best conversion ever yeah. and so you know a little leaky thing near the eye and you know a little bit more of the personality <laughs> stayed. Well, they do have tear ducts, so they have to use them. Right, <laughs> right that's true. But it was, I don't know, I, there's something about Yvonne, who, yes, she's a fascist, but there's a part of me that likes her character. Yeah, I do like that moment.
0: And is she
5: a cyber woman, or are they all cyber men, since they get rid of sex and gender and... Yeah, that is remember. funny. They say that,
0: but they're still cyber men. Right, but is that just a generic... cyber person man. sounds stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't That's know. cyber bean. Yeah.
3: <laughs> there is but an, epi- there like is an a... episode of Torchwood titled Cyber Woman. Hmm. Yanto's... Girlfriend? Yeah, Yanto from Torchwood is in this building, has been hiding his girlfriend who's partially converted. Oh, and so the team there, maybe five or six episodes in, discover that Yanto is taking care of this partially converted cyber woman who's his girlfriend. And Yanto thinks he can bring her back, and everybody else on the team thinks he can't, and so it's it's really kind of sad. But it does it, do, and it also establishes that Yanto was in the building too. So so characters that aren't in this episode are retroactively being shoved in somewhere. Mm-hmm.
5: And I do think this answers last week's question, or last episode's question, that the Daleks kick ass over the Cybermen, because <laughs> the Cybermen yeah. are trying to get back to the top to go back to the other world. Yeah, they're you retreating. Know, they're retreating. Nothing they than trying to stop the Doctor and Rose. They're trying to get out. They're going, we'll go back and conquer that other world again, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the Daleks are too much. But it could be because they're inferior Cybermen from that other world,
0: and not the original Cybermen. So we haven't mm-hmm. had that fight yet. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Could be. Are we at that point where they have that banter, and they say, they say four Daleks against... Oh, that was a That was was during the visual communication. I like that line where he's like, I'll just use one Dalek (laughs) to kill all of you. Yeah. (laughs) one Dalek to kill I more.
4: do like the the Daleks as a villain are I think better just because they are more poetic mm-hmm. even though they they say that they have gotten rid of emotions they do have a lot of emotions mm-hmm. that are fun to to, to hate play, or yeah. to be scared of Where the Cybermen are a little too cold to really you, you mm-hmm. know to be as scared of as Daleks like I, Daleks I, are I, malicious
3: I, I, yeah I, but I, th- I don't think Daleks say they've gotten rid of all emotion okay. I think Daleks have just gotten rid of positive emotions. They are, they have hate and they're going to continue to have hate. Okay. Um, The big thing that they get with Daleks and it's mentioned in this episode too, is that they're encased in the metal thing, Mm -hmm. which fills them with rage, Mm -hmm. but they still have the negative emotions and they still fear. It's the Cybermen that say we're going to eliminate all
0: emotion. Okay. And that's why the Daleks scream. Yeah.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But I liked, I, they are more poetic. They have better lines, better banter, even though
5: (laughs) most of it is exterminate. Like they managed. are the mustache twirl- twirling type of villain. You know, we were just saying,
6: screaming like that because they're actually mentally and emotionally tortured from the day
3: that they're
0: born. Yeah, or uh, converted or whatever you call it. Created. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rose and the doctor
3: activate the breach and hold on to magnet clamps they attach to the control room walls. They watch as Cybermen and Daleks rush past them into the void. sec executes a temporal shift and escapes. Rose's lever wasn't properly locked and slips out of position, slowly closing the breach. She goes to the lever and secures it. The breach is once again fully open. She falls on to the lever as the breach increases its pull on her. She loses her grip and is pulled towards the breach. When suddenly Pete transports in, grabs her, and pops back to his world just as the breach closes. Rose is left on one side of the sealed breach while the doctor is alone on the other. Never ever to see each other again. Never say never ever.
6: I actually forgot what happened here and that that surprised me probably like it did the first time.
0: <laughs> right. It's a great moment to have and to forget and then have again. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> Getting past her bad
3: makeup. Um, <laughs> they filmed the, the two of them leaning up against the wall in opposite directions, but then you have to realize that they're really on the same wall. Mm-hmm. They're standing in the same spot. But visually we have to make the difference. Yeah, I mean, I like mind. the way they yeah. did it. It, it. it gives them a connection and a separation at the mm-hmm. same time.
5: And that is why they built the wall. <laughs> Just for that scene. It had nothing to do with you know, getting a focal point for the beams to shoot. It had nothing else. It's like we need to have a visual at the end because it made
0: no sense up to then why they built the wall. They're like, what's the saddest thing we can build? A wall.
7: <laughs> Agreed. Yeah
0: keep out the alien horde
5: <laughs> <laughs> when the Daleks started slowing down because I don't know what happened some sparks happened where it
0: made the uh... I took it as one of the Daleks flipping through but I we're watching it. it we but didn't it see it no I know but I that's know, how, but how, that's I how you it. justify that's it? how I right. take it Okay. But the one uh, control lever,
5: sparks start flying a little bit, yes. and that's what loosens it. We don't know why. We were looking, we didn't see anything hit. Damn British craftsmanship. But then <laughs> all the Daleks start slowing down, and I'm just glad they didn't see The Force Awakens to watch BB-8, because I could just see these little you know, arms come out and attach them to the
1: wall, <laughs> and all the Daleks are now, like, stabilized.
5: <laughs> I
3: also think it's funny when they're flying into the void. It's like, sometimes they're screaming, but there are sometimes they're saying words, and I don't know what they're saying. But I, I always have fun with that. I just envision them just being like, I oh
5: <laughs> oh I get ya? I'll that uh, again.
2: I'll get you.
5: <laughs> Your little dog too. <laughs>
2: one of the Daleks um, disappears, right? like yeah, Dalek sec. Sec. The Black oh, Dalek. emergency
5: temporal shift. That New Dalek. That the, the leading shift. Black Dalek. Now, did he take the other Scaro mm-hmm. Daleks with him? Retroactively, he must have. have it. Yeah.
3: Retroactively, all four of them did. To different times. No, There's only So one he one.
5: did a temporal shift. That's just, what just was for himself. For this. Yeah, because so what there was we saw no, what we filmed. There was no. Plan. He didn't take the,
3: Yeah. At this point, we're never seeing him again. But
5: him
0: being the leader, I thought he might have had a connection with the other three. He could. I'm fine with it. Yeah, that works too. (laughs) It just wasn't filmed. Back a little further, there's, uh, in the script writing process, there was a debate whether to have Pete or Mickey save Rose at the end. Mm. And they went with Pete.
2: That's better, I think. I think so too. For the story, because it's better for that character to to save the girl that he didn't view as his daughter. I agree. And it also... Could but it. I think I would have liked it to have been a Mickey. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but that's okay. and the they only way I would have liked to have been Mickey if they had also included another scene of Pete embracing rose because remember in his first episode he rejects her outright Mm -hmm. and walks away and in this one you know he he, that's not my daughter that's not my daughter that's not my daughter and a little bit he's coming around Mm -hmm. but we don't really see it you know and 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 when he's yelling for them to go back and forth between the worlds he's yelling for jackie Mm
1: -hmm.
3: jackie you're coming you know and yeah he does want rose to go but his focus is still on jackie so it so it had to be pete Do that because that
0: says I'm rescuing my daughter at the cost of my own life perfect and i'm fine with that as far i know it's not the same pete that we met in father's day but yet it sort of is right so to me that completes his arc mm-hmm. as you know he's doing the fatherly thing yeah. to help his daughter yeah it's great
5: no i agree just how does he know to save rose that's the only thing that yeah that's a plot point that's okay quiet okay <laughs> like, oh, Stop. I better quick check me see make sure everything's
4: okay over there <laughs>
5: delete delete <laughs> okay in the but words is. in the words of Auburn, it's either brilliant <laughs> or <laughs> i was like what do they know why did they
0: come back?
5: Probably so.
7: intuition. Yeah. There you go.
0: Well, they've probably mm-hmm. been at their Pete's World longer than a couple seconds. So they could, a, they could <laughs> plot, plot it out. out they pl- we missed that whole scene where they're plotting they've it out. They've been there a week, going okay, right about now. <laughs> well, because the rift <laughs> is still open. Yes, yeah. it is still yeah, open on their is side.
3: Still open on their side.
5: Yeah. So there we come go, on, Dad. Explained away. <laughs> If it was Mickey, I think that would have been wrong. I think that would have been seen more as her relationship between Mickey and the doctor. Mm. Yeah. And her, you know, a, it, But it, this it, was different being the family relationship. He's doing it not only for Rose... But he's doing it for Jackie I can totally, and for the family themselves, all three. I can totally see why they debated it, but it would have like reignited the whole love triangle
3: thing. Yeah. Mickey with, you know, rescuing his love. And but that's, but, not, but that's not Mickey. That's not point. Point. Yeah, on yeah, on Mickey is not in love with Rose right.
7: So I have a theory on that before Josh starts. <laughs> like it's kind of jumping ahead mm. a little bit so I could... Mm say it later, but again, the the love triangle idea when they say a baby and he asks, (laughs) Oh, are you, if it would have been Mickey, it would have been assumed that she would have had a child with him. But this way it kind of leaves it ambiguous. It's like, does she have a relationship with the doctor or does she have a relationship with someone new? Mm. It kind of creates that whole idea of Mm. maybe there is more that happened on the TARDIS.
5: Hmm. So... (laughs) That one planet with the dinosaurs flying around or whatever <laughs> was a really? quite romantic
0: place. <laughs> <laughs> Josh?
6: I was just going to say, uh, to back up what you guys were saying about Mickey and pete that um mickey's arc is a little bit more what he's been doing and and it's pete's arc that's been following more about what he's been feeling and accepting jackie and all that stuff there so i think um as cool as it might have been to have mickey do that his emotional arc wasn't even really being developed all that much even in the, in the prior episode it was more about like i said what he was doing and I, th- I think you know they chose right for all the reasons you guys were saying it but also for that i
3: agree, I agree. yes good point when Rose is, is so distraught and we get the, the wide shot, and so we see the three of them watching her. Um, yeah. You see Jackie reach out and she takes Pete's hand, mm-hmm. so they're holding hands, and then you go back to Rose for a little bit. And then when you cut back to the wide shot again, you see Jackie reach out and take Mickey's hand. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that just, to me, it's a perfect little capper to their arc. You know, she just, you know, in that moment, she takes Mickey's hand and from where Mickey was, how it fell apart so much. And they, you know, she hated him. And now this is basically their last moment that we're going to see of them. And, you know, everything's healed again. And and it's like Mickey is a family member. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. And the music that whole time
0: is awesome. The doomsday theme. We are introduced to that wonderful theme. I love it. Such good music. It's got that driving bass line, like the Doctor Who theme, Mm -hmm. and then it has the electric guitars that come in, and then the orchestra comes in. And then the ethereal voice. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And did Murray Gold do all these? Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. yes, he did.
3: He, yeah, I think he's the only person who's done music for the Doctor Who up until still. today. The, yeah, that's
0: right. It's still him. It's still him. Months later, Rose I hears. I really
6: p- like the music in that section too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what, what was it called? Have we heard the
3: Doomsday theme before this episode? Of Doomsday, entitled Doomsday. <laughs>
0: Months later, Rose hears the doctor calling to her. She gathers her parents and Mickey, and together they travel to Norway, Darlig uld which translates to Bad Wolf Bay. Darlik. Russell, Russell, you are brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Where they see a projection of the doctor. One gap is still open, but will soon seal. He is using a supernova as power to send his image through it and say goodbye. She tells him that she loves him, Before he can respond, the gap is sealed, and he is alone in the TARDIS. That is, until the sudden appearance of a bewildered, belligerent bride.
2: Oh! (laughs) Before he could respond, my foot. (laughs) This, This scene will forever be debated amongst Doctor Who fans, in my opinion, because he had time to say I love you. He chose to... Take his time. Yeah, uh, Those I agree. three. Agreed.
0: But it's still powerful, and I still like it. But <laughs> well, what do you think he was going to
5: say?
2: I think he couldn't say, I love you. And I don't think I felt that way the first time I watched it. Mm. I really felt like, oh... You know, right. if he had just three more seconds, I think if he had three more seconds, he would have found other words to <laughs> right. continue saying, because you, here's what I think, that you go, you go back to him in the TARDIS afterwards and there's t- tears, mm-hmm. but he can't even say it in the TARDIS. He wants to say that. Okay. He wants to tell her that, but he can't, he can't let himself do it. But that is it. what he was
5: thinking or trying uh, yeah, to I say. I was going to say, does he No,
2: f- he, he knows that he can't. Tell her that. So, but does he
3: feel it? In your opinion, does he feel it?
2: I think he won't let himself
5: so, so feel it. But I think he does, and he won't let himself. I agree. I think that's the slight difference, which may not be any difference when we talk it through. But I think he does want to say it, and he is trying to say it, and he finds that he just can't. He's he is stalling, but, but everybody stalling. He has those feelings, and he's surprised. I think after all this, because he, he still has those feelings. Because even Rose, he's stalled. capable of it. Even Rose stalled. Mm-hmm. She's I. And she couldn't
3: get the words out. She, I, I love you. I mean, it was even difficult for her to say it, mm-hmm. and took a while. Now he's worse. Don't get me wrong. He is, you know, in really, really stalling. But I, yeah, I do think he loves her.
7: I think she stalled because she was afraid he wasn't going to say it back, mm-hmm. and he doesn't say it because. He is emotionally incapable of doing it. I think he does love her. It's just mm-hmm. he's the kind of person that shows that he loves people. He doesn't say he loves people. Mm-hmm. So it's just his action and fighting for someone and being there for someone and being sad over someone is how he shows love. But I don't think he'll ever tell anyone that he loves them.
2: Also, well. like, what would happen to the doctor? To if he really, really did love Rose and now he can never be with her. Like, would he still be able to go saving other people? Would he still be able to be the doctor? That's an And that's point. why I think he can't let himself love Rose as much as she loves him because he wouldn't be able to be the doctor.
3: I can, right. I can see that. I don't know if that's how I see the doctor, but I totally right. understand yeah. that. I mean, me. personally, it's I think it was going to be, you know... If it's the last thing I get to say, Rose Tyler, I'm off to see Sarah Jane.
2: Rose Tyler, Ooh. I will move on. Uh, I, uh, I, think
6: I really like that idea. I never thought about that before. Like, uh, that makes me think that part of what he was crying about in the TARDIS was him even realizing that. Like, he's more crying about the f- not more crying about the fact, but just as much crying about the fact that he can't say it and get in that space. Like, it's it's mm-hmm. more this he's not mourning the loss of her um or he's, he's mourning the loss of her equally to realizing this about himself Cause now i see that you said that i i see that scene in all different light
7: i'm more on frank and brian's side of not being able to love like what you're saying it's like oh he can't let himself love he's he loves her but he can't let himself show love so yeah
3: He's complicated.
2: He's I think it's very all how complicated. we need to see the doctor. Like, you know what I mean? Like back to like, this is my opinion because it's, mm-hmm. I need to have that opinion to be able to.
3: You're really changing my opinion of that scene because now I'm thinking how much did he stall? Did he intentionally show up as a ghost image? So that she can say, you don't look normal. So he can waste time pulling more power to, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it's like, you've only got a minute uh, two or two. Come it's on. Just two minutes, I think. But you're wasting time to improve your, you know, convert to HD. <laughs> I mean, no. I don't think so. No, I know. I no, know. No, 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 it's no. But it's just of kind of like a, my brain is now
5: going, whoa, there's a different way of looking at this. Because he did all that and burned up the star. To say goodbye, because he had to talk oh, yes, to her. Yes, he had to. He mm-hmm. had to say he goodbye. He had to say goodbye. And I don't know if he was even planning at that time thinking about saying, I love you. That wasn't in his yeah. brain. That wasn't mm-hmm. in Yep, it. totally agree. I think he does, for me, the reason I have to see it is I think he does love Rose. And I think it surprised him back in the Satan pit, he wanted to say it. Rose, oh well, you know. I remember we huh? had the discussion knows. in that episode. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. And then um, the beginning of our last episode, mm-hmm. when they were on that planet, how long you stay? And she said going to stay with you forever, and he seemed okay with that. Mm-hmm. I think he has in this embodiment in the tenth Doctor, where he wasn't even close to that in the ninth. Mm-hmm. But in the tenth Doctor, he fell in love with Rose, mm-hmm. and he wants to say it. I think he really wants to say it, but he can't. He can't. I think he regrets it when he's left alone on the TARDIS. Because the way that tenant plays it is, mm. he's still trying to say it. I can see the, the lips move on that scene, and he can't, and it's devastating for him that he's not able to say it, even though he feels it, because of all the things that he has done in the past, because of he'll live on and she won't live on, and all that. But it doesn't change the fact, in my mind, that he still is in love and loves Rose. Because I think, he, I in mean, further he is, episodes, he you is totally see the in love. With, yes, he's totally in it. love with Rose. So I do think. He, and, and I think he, he did doesn't. stretch it out I agree with you on that he did stretch it out but I think he was trying to say it and if they had more time he would have he wouldn't have come up with other words I, well, I started, was,
7: started yeah. off disliking Rose as we're watching the no, series you? over again <laughs> <laughs> um, roll the tape as, uh, <laughs> as re re-watching the series I like her more now I, I'm able to see more of her growth of instead of just seeing her as a whiny person that she was in the beginning. I watched the series through like very quickly from the beginning Mm -hmm. and not really paid much attention. So to see Rose that heartbroken and actually made me sad this time
5: for the ninth and 10th doctor. I think she did grow a lot.
7: She grew a lot. Her character.
5: Mm -hmm. She's,
7: she showed love, like all the love that she had and she was very loyal and committed. Um, and it just is a sad situation where she loves someone that she just couldn't have, which makes me, Kinda still kind of mad at the doctor, the fact that they oh, he always picks a young woman companion to go around with him. I feel it's kind of the doctor's fault, <laughs> but I still understand the complicatedness, and that's you know not jumping the not wanting to jump the timeline. But the doctor being an older man and showing that look, I am older, and that convolutedness that comes with that that um, made me happy so that people can see, hey, yeah, this is why it's so awkward. Right.
5: <laughs> I want to know if she has a brother or a sister.
3: <laughs> we will find out.
5: <laughs> Do we? Yep.
3: And that tease infuriates me. This is the story of how I died. No, sweetheart, you got your heart broken. You did not die. die. Yes, yeah, she did. She did not. Um, this On this world.
2: In our world, she's dead. was declared dead. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. But she's not dead.
2: Yeah, as a cop out, I totally agree. She's with you.
3: not dead.
2: Yeah, and when you tell that story to people story I'm like, here's the story of how I died. Obviously, I'm not dead. I'm talking to you. She didn't.
5: If they would was have still, said, she was still had talking. Rose say, and this is a story of how it ends. Yes. Would have worked. I've traveled, you know, I've traveled around, did all this stuff, but then this is the year of the war and the Cybermen and Torchwood. This is the story of how it ends. And we believed we would never, ever separate. Right. You told and me my father
4: it. was dead. Well, from a certain point of view, <laughs> he was dead. And that
5: was f- cop-out, too. <laughs> I mean, they did a whole other movie about how he's not dead. <laughs>
3: but, I mean... <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just I'm remembering
3: that meme I posted on Facebook where, where Luke's actually, what the fuck
2: you just say?
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> and I would agree with you if they hadn't written in the doctor telling Rose, hey, you're dead. It it works. but when other
5: companions it ask works for me. what happened to this woman you're talking about? Did she die? He says no.
2: He says no. Really? She's
0: so very much alive God. is his actual I words. Think this it works I guess, it know, works both the, ways. It, it, and I think that's why we're having this discussion now right. is that you can have it uh, one way or the other and we can still have a discussion about oh, yeah. which one it works. Oh yeah totally So that
7: means Jackie's dead and Mickey's dead. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: they're all
4: dead. Yeah. Mickey was dead a long time ago. And I
0: mean I think there's enough there that it depends on what mood you're in on how you can take that <laughs> ending. And I think it's great. Just
7: like we can No, take no, 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 no no, 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 because you're misunderstanding.
0: <laughs> no. I don't have a problem yeah. with the ending. No, I, I in any
7: I'm
3: way. Not, I'm I have not saying a problem that either.
0: With the last line of the teaser. No, no, I I am let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think I think what you're saying is that it's a hook to get people to watch it. Yes. And it, and it worked because this had the highest yes. Of the sea, uh, yeah. even up against the World Cup. Yeah. And so I think for that fact, he did a good job because it worked. Yes. And to still, to this day, what, 10 years later, we can still discuss this. I think that's also great. But it could also
5: be that this was one of the first times in the Doctor Who, I guess, uh, current version, that this sleight of hand is done.
1: Yes. And, and so it worked.
5: But because of subsequent ones that don't do it as well. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It kind of taints all of them. Later they earned on, it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they earned they it earned later it, yeah.
2: on. No, no. I also but think in, for this, I, I will allow it. I like it. I think it works.
0: Also in classic, they've never done it this way. Oh, yeah. So I think to do it for the reboot and for the new viewers, they have to do something impactful.
7: Mm-hmm. Well, at least she but, didn't physically die and she was brought back with the sonic screwdriver. So yeah. at least that didn't happen. Yeah. I don't know because a sonic screwdriver fixes everything, you know.
0: Except for wood. Opens the
5: door to her heart.
0: <laughs> the door is made out of wood. It wouldn't work. <laughs> it
5: doesn't yeah. bother me like it does bother Brian. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm more in your and side. And I'm fine, fine can, with it too. Because I did,
0: you <laughs> know, step right in your side. You. This but is the it is, pa- I can see oh, his point of view very clearly. This is the package they presented us with, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. on, on a different
5: note, a little technical oops at the very end of this episode. Don't,
0: don't listen to this if you haven't watched the episode. <laughs>
5: when they're in Bad Wolf Bay and Jackie runs up to Rose to hug her at the very end. They have a long shot and you can see Pete and Mickey Mickey in the truck. Watch the rear tire of the truck because you'll see a little person step out from behind you. see their foot and leg and then
0: step back in.
3: There's another person on the
5: beach.
0: (laughs) This is the glass breaking for some of you. (laughs) We apologize.
5: He uses a green laser or blue laser beam to break the glass window. <laughs> Did Rose getting out of bed at the end of this episode remind you of the first episode where she was getting ready for work? Yeah. And that same type of mm-hmm. shape of the bed and her getting up.
0: It minus the alarm to clock. To me, it felt yeah.
5: like it was going to be a bookend. They yeah. put that in to be a little mm-hmm. bookend
0: of her last Yeah, thing. one takes place during like day and then this one is more darker. So it's like dichotomy. And also when Rose says I love you to the doctor, he replies with quite right mm-hmm. which is what uh, king louis replies to the doctor at a uh, girl in the fireplace quite right yeah yeah so i think that's uh, similar it's also a british way of saying yeah, i'm just saying yeah
7: i know that's his yeah. response no i know
0: i'm just saying
3: i love you i know yeah okay you made a star
0: Wars.
2: <laughs>
0: and uh this is our first appearance of donna noble and our last appearance of pete tyler
2: Pete doesn't come back.
0: His story's done. He's taking care of the baby. Yeah. Which I think they actually say he's taking care of the baby. Oh. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. That might it be. Wasn't,
2: there was anything like the actor didn't want to come back? I or, don't think so. No.
0: Okay. Did Doomsday live up to the promise of Army of Ghosts? Yes. Yes. Man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
7: I could say no because of the...
0: The contrary the nature cr- of yourself. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> they lived up 100%. I mean,
5: it 100%. was a great one 100. big episode. <clears throat> it's it fantastic. done so well. I was saying to
3: Frank last night, the first episode is set up, but it's really set up in a manner of it really is answering questions mm-hmm. from the entire season. Yeah. So, yeah, it's exposition, but it's exposition we've been wondering about for a very long time mm-hmm. now. And then the second one is just war mm-hmm. and it's great. It's just fight, fight, fight with great stuff yeah. thrown in. Love them.
0: When I introduce Doctor Who to people, I always want to watch this two-parter with them for their first time because I want to relive it with them. Yeah. <laughs> like cathartic. Yeah, it is fun. This is a, it's emotional. It hits all the right beats, comedy, action, suspense, drama. So
2: you've just enjoyed hearing our thoughts. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Please tell us what were the, what was the doctor going to say when he got cut off? Was he going to say, I love you or, and why, or was he just never going to say it? And we'll just kept running down that clock. And why do you think that? Um, please uh, send us your answer and opinions to who knew podcast at gino.com.
0: Thank you. That wraps up season two, Doomsday. We will see you next time when the future becomes the present.
2: It becomes the present. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: You've just listened to an episode of Who Knew? Our wonderful theme music is by Michael Grady. Find him on Facebook at The Universe Explodes. All
5: our episodes are engineered by our very own Auburn. Find me at auburnbinkley.com you can find
2: this show in several places
4: follow us on twitter at who New podcasts
2: subscribe review and listen to us on itunes and stitcher
4: or our youtube channel youtube.com slash who New podcast
7: all our episodes are on who podcast.com you can leave comments there or email us at
4: who New podcast at gmail.com this
0: podcast is inspired by dr who the longest running sci-fi show in history and especially the revival spearheaded by russell t davis
7: thanks to russell sydney newman
0: Verity Lambert, Ron Grainer, and all those involved in the adventures of our favorite Time Lord. Your work continues
3: to inspire and entertain.
1: So, muting now. Okay.
3: (laughs) Boy, that Josh, oh my god. He can still hear us. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the one
1: who's (laughs) (laughs) muted.
0: Oh, that was great. You were able to stick for the whole thing.
6: Yay. Yeah, this is weird. Like, I, I have my iPad plugged in and it's, it's been draining the battery.
0: It's down at 2%. It's happening a lot today. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Some of us are hungry.